On today's show, why did the Dallas Mavericks not do anything else on NBA trade deadline day? What happened and what are some buyout options for the Mavericks? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Oh, Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day and being part of the show. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know. How do you feel about this specific team going down the last stretch of the season? You can also let us know about some buyout guys you're interested in and all that. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The trade deadline duchess, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Trade deadline day. There's nothing like it in the NBA. And or in sports, really, it's it's so much fun. It's you know we were talking on the phone. I was driving to the studio stuff. You were going for the Mavs. You were doing live stream on locked on the whole freaking network and bringing host in and uh, and all the it whole was thing. A fun and, day, uh, yeah, super fun day. But I was like, man, we're almost to the witching hour, you know. And that that last hour of it's the beautiful. trade deadline, the NBA, it's like you can't do anything else. You're just locked into Twitter and we had like the ESPN thing on. It's like, dude, Perk and Tristan Thompson's like, I don't even know what y'all are doing. Um, <laughs> Your two favorite guys. If you were expecting some fireworks for the Mavericks, like I was, I was thoroughly shocked today. At least a that, firework. Yeah. Thoroughly shocked that Mavericks uh, did not do anything today. Yeah, the Dallas Mavericks didn't didn't make a move, so we'll talk about that, why they didn't, what happens now uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. A move that we have at least know we've had reporting on that they almost did, which is Matisse Tybel. So we'll talk about why that move didn't happen and why it's probably a good thing. And then we'll get into some buyout candidates. So we'll talk about who, what the buyout market is. I got a list of guys. I have like, I don't know what, we talked about like 10 guys that, that could be on the buyout market and like seven of them that already are. So we'll talk about, we'll talk about all those guys. So let's talk about this. Crickets for the Dallas Mavericks at the trade deadline. They, they did the move. So some people say, why didn't the Mavs do anything? They, they did go and get Kyrie. Like they did, they did make a move. Like they did go do that. And Markeith Morris. They did go do that move. And so at least they have that. But why could they not find a deal for Tim Hardaway Jr. or Christian Wood? It seems like they're, those are the two guys they were shopping, just trying to get some other kind of playoff players for them. Well, their big trade deadline addition, it's going to be Maxi coming back from injury. And... Sorry, I just had to. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will be a big addition, but I had to say. No, I mean, you know, obviously Dallas didn't do anything today, but it wasn't for a lack of trying. Um, you know, I thought for sure Christian Wood was going to be gone off this team. All indications was pointing towards yes. him being traded. Um, very strong chance that he was going to get traded. And uh, I think some things were on the table uh, for that, you know, pretty close towards the end there. Um yeah, and some things pivoted, right? I mean, some teams pivoted. Um, you know, Tim McMahon reported the Reggie Jackson, Tim, you know, Christian Wood thing uh, back uh, a few days ago. Um, 
you know, Clippers went another route. They went with Mason Plumley instead of Christian Wood. And so they still got their backup big there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I, I'm, you know, Christian Wood had some, tw- had some tweets afterwards, uh, about the rumors and stuff. I'm like, I don't know really who you're talking to because it's the Mavs who were, uh, who were, uh, shopping you and all of that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it would not shock me if we see some podcasts and reports come out over the next few days that, you know, says, Hey, Dallas tried, you know, I mean, it's been very, very open that Dallas has been shopping him pretty hard over the past, you know, a few days. And it didn't happen. Christian Woods tweets, beat y'all trade rumors, dot, dot, dot. And then like the tongue out emoji face. The other one was got to watch y'all disrespect. Like I haven't been efficiently hooping all caps all year using it as motivation. So Christ- that's, that's good. I, the, the rumors thing beat y'all's trade rumors. It's not like everybody else is like made up the crap for the fun. Of, like Dallas was shopping him. Like the maps were shopping him. Um, My question is, who's, hard, he, who's so. he talking to? Is he talking to the yeah, to fans? Know. Is he talking to media? Like, is he talking to the like the Mavs? <laughs> that's my I question. That, that's what's. But what do you do? You you do use it as motivation, like he is. Like, yeah. I mean, you have. That's the only thing you can do. That you know, he's wanting that next contract. He wants that that full money that he can no, get. He wants to make the All Star um, team. <laughs> yeah, but but like, and he has been you know pretty efficient this year and stuff. So now he's you know he's on this Mavs team now. We'll see what that role looks like moving forward. We'll see if, you know, the role he had the other night was coming off the bench and, you know, JaVale McGee came in before him and Theo Pinson closed the game over him. Right. So we'll see if that was, hey, let's just limit his minutes because, you know, it's right before the trade deadline. Or we'll see if this is his role off the bench in kind of a, you know, Bobby Portis type of role. But either way, I was more shocked by Christian Wood not being on, you know, or staying on the team. Tim Hardaway. I did expect him, you know, I, I thought he was going to be traded too. I wasn't as shocked by that just because of the number and, and all of that. Deal. And JaVale's still on the team too. So I, I was, I was on a shot on a shock scale of one to 10 based off, you know, we don't do much reporting on this, but like based on everything we've been hearing and everything and us reading and a lot of you, all that, but in all together, let's just say that. Tea leaves plus actual hearing things. Yes. I, I'm a nine on the <laughs> shock scale out of 10 that uh, nothing came through for Dallas. Well, you, you just start putting some trades together and you know, the thing that really hurt the Mavericks and we'll talk about, we'll talk about Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway a little bit later, but the thing that actually hurt the Mavericks, they didn't have any, like uh, they didn't have cash basically, right? Like when you talk when you think about uh, currency, you're like, all right, you got big bucks and then you got like petty cash, right? Like you have your, uh, you have to put down like a down payment on something. You got like thousands of dollars that you put down on it. And then you have like petty cash, like a couple hundred bucks here and there that you just have lying around for stuff. The Mavericks had no petty cash today, right? Like they needed to have second round picks to do anything today. Like that was, that was almost like to get in the door of a trade today. You had to have at least three second round picks. There's 30 second round picks that got moved today <laughs> across the NBA. So those second round picks are just thrown in as currency. So if you had any contract that you wanted to switch for, somebody that was another better player you just put some second round picks the Mavs didn't have any of those and so and they, they protected they held that other first you know closer to the vest this seems so and they'd already used the second round picks the Kyrie right. Irving trade the Jaden Hardy trade so, there so, you go. so they'd use their cash to get the two picks for Jaden Hardy great we love that deal I, I still do that every time like that's yeah. great two picks in the two second round picks in the Kyrie Irving trade eh. I'm like okay did they really have to throw those in I don't, I don't know how they Figure that out, but uh, but you do it you do it anyway, right? Like you still do it for the risk, and then 
uh, there's one second round pick that's still held up by the Porzingis trade because that first round pick would like turn into a second. And so that one's held up. So like they just didn't have any more seconds to send out and they don't have any young players that they can't lose. Right? You can't lose Josh Green, obviously. You can't lose Hardy. And so you're not going to give those up just for some, just for a, another like rotation player because you, you're trying to do some long-term stuff. And so that's what really hurt the Mavericks in, in, in the end is that they and, couldn't and, add anything to those guys, to Christian Wood, to Tim Hardaway, to go get an upgrade. That's the that's what they wanted to do. And if you're not going to get an upgrade, then don't trade them, right? And that's what the Mavericks did. And that's the thing. I think we're going to see, you know, probably going to see Cato McMahon, some of these guys also say that there wasn't a t- big market. I mean, yeah, we've been hearing over the past few weeks of like, Oh, man, if they do trade Christian Wood, they might be able to get a late first, like what they got for him. You know, maybe there's just not that big of a market. So I think we're going to hear that. Also, on Dallas's side, we don't want to talk about the plan B from Kyrie, but if Kyrie goes somewhere else, like their whole plan is, you know, for the for the cap space. Yeah. So Christian Wood is on an expiring contract. So, you know, obviously, if you trade Christian Wood for another guy out there that has $20 million, you know, next year, then all of a sudden your plan B is kind of out the window. So, even if Dallas was looking at it saying, all right, Christian Wood at best might be our Bobby Portis. Maybe. I don't know. He could start tomorrow and play 30 minutes. You know, we don't know what that role is going to be. He's still an expiring contract. So there you go. Coming up, let's talk about what Tim Hardaway Jr. and Christian Wood do now. What do their seasons look like now? What do the Mavericks do kind of with them going forward? And later we'll talk about some buyout stuff. So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Rocket Money. Try it free for 30 days. Is enough. 30 days is enough time to try and completely forget about a subscription or service. Before you know it, you're paying for subscription. You're like, oh, okay, 30 days. Heck yeah, I can go in and you sign in that and you're like, all right, let me do it. But with Rocket Money, you can change that. You don't have to just pay for us, like sign up for a subscription. It's 30 days. You forget about it. That's enough time for you to forget about it. And then it's just gone. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. Again, that, that is rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. Rocketmoney.com slash LockedOn. NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for hanging out with us on Lockdown Mavs today, making us your first listen. We're going to continue to do a post-game show after every single game, so continue to stay with us. The debut of Luka and Kyrie Irving looks to be Friday, tomorrow, today, if you're listening to this on Friday, so we're excited about that. We'll definitely have a post-game episode for you up as well on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, with Christian Wood, I do want to talk about Christian Wood just a little bit because I'm so curious to see what happens with him through the rest of the season. The Mavericks tried to trade him. They really did. And he they've, he's been used like sparingly. He had the injury. I feel like he was out longer than he should have been for the injury for the injury considering Sabonis played through the same thing and like it's been a very interesting thing. I'm curious to see what happens with him. Does he start closing games? Does he play more than he did or are the Mavericks just trying to keep him away from injury so that they could, could so that they could trade him? Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest... If I had to guess, I think he's going to be in the Bobby Porter's role. Uh, I would guess that the starters moving forward, um, now Tim could be in there, but if it's like... I think it's going to be Luca, Kyrie, Josh, Reggie, and Dwight. And when it comes like crunch time in like the playoffs, you're probably going to see Maxi in there, um, you know, over Dwight at that five spot. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated to see what that, you know, what that looks like, right? I mean, let's see... You know, in the the extension talk and stuff too, you know, I was listening to um, 
I guess it was Zach Lowe and Tim McMahon the other day on, on Zach Lowe's podcast. Um, I think so. And they were talking about it and the odds of Christian Wood's extension stuff going down even further. And yeah. I mean, I think Zach Lowe said like 0.5% <laughs> of an extension happened because now their plan B is the cap space, right? Like, right. And, and if he signs the extension now, then that's cutting into that max cap space in case Kyrie Irving walks. So, you know, for the longest time, Dallas has been interested in a short-term deal, right? Like, are you in a club right now? You're lighting. No, is trying to, my, 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 I've had a problem with my webcam the last couple of weeks, and it's really bothering me. And so I just try to mess you know with who's stuff. not having a problem with their webcam? I just want to. It's because you don't have a out. webcam. It's, Isaac, uh, Isaac anyway. dropped 16 second round picks on, the, on, that, on that camera that he got today. Yeah, I mean, I just ate my, you know, crackers for the, you know, seventh straight supper for me. So, so I could afford the camera, but y'all complained so much. Y'all bullied me into getting a better uh, camera. Uh, Dallas was interested, you know, for a while in that short term, you know, contract extension for him. Right. Obviously, they wanted something more than that. Could they revisit the, you know, the two year contract extension? Absolutely. They very well could. Luca likes Christian Wood too. So, like, yeah. that's a plus for Christian Wood and, uh, and his camp and the, and the DM crowd. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, the, the whole debate was, you know, I think we were talking before. I'm like, all right, I think fans are going to freak out when, you know, if they trade Christian Wood and they see the return package, because I think there is a, we've seen a disconnect with a lot of Mavs fans and then how, you know, maybe the Mavs or the rest of the league feels about Christian Wood. And, you know, if they did a, Christian Wood for Reggie Jackson trade or Christian Wood for another, you know, just like expiring contract. I think it would have caught a lot of Mavs fans off guard, but that that's, it's just that's the type of, and some of, you know, some people get really mad in our comments. And a lot of times we form our opinion based off of what we hear and who we talk to and how and, the league is talking about a player. So and how Jason uh, Kidd talks about players and treats yeah. players in rotations, right? Like it, it, it's about what the team thinks about them. You know, it's our opinion matters. I guess matters a little bit to, to you guys, like to you listening, but it doesn't matter. Awesome. Yeah. It doesn't you. matter to the team. We're, we're, we're trying to see what they're actually going to do at, at a certain point. So that's, that's the whole point with Chris Wood. Now Rick Carlisle does not care. If uh, no, I feel like no, Nerlens Nerlens Noel should play, he did not. So. No, and I know Jason Kidd doesn't either. Um, but that's okay, you know. Like uh, I don't always tell you guys the truth. He doesn't. So, but Christian Wood now is part of the team going forward. That's going to be a big storyline to see. Okay, how does how where does he play? How does he play? Does he fit in with the rest of these guys? How does he work with Kyrie, Luca? What's his role? All that. The move that the Mavericks didn't make today that we actually got reported from our friend Keith Pompey of Locked On Sixers up, who re- reported this that said that the Dallas Mavericks were close and about 95% of the way to a deal with um, to get Matisse Teibel from the um, from the Sixers and that Daryl Morey of the Sixers wanted Nico Harrison to give up a first-round pick for Matisse Teibel. Did the Mavericks make the right move in not doing that deal? Yeah, they made the right move. I would have loved Teibel on this team. He was one of the names, you know, we were talking about watching. I, Dallas was very interested in him, but I mean, not for a first round pick. I mean, I don't know what Portland's even doing with their, you know, trade deadline day, but um, yeah, I think he would have been great in Dallas and he could have had a spot, but you would assume that if a first round pick is going to be a part of that, then you, it's probably JaVale. And it's probably, probably, no reporting this, it's probably going to be like a JaVale for, you know, a Thibel type of thing. The money works out on that one. Um, 
Yeah, and you know, obviously, you're getting off. You know, last two years of Javale's deal, Thibault's going to be a free agent, all that stuff. But that, that's the right move. You don't give up the first round pick for some like you know Thibault. No, I mean the guy's playing 12 minutes a game on the Sixers and playing and scoring three points a game. You know, like had a hard yeah. time shooting the three. He, he seems like he's gotten a little bit better recently, but I, I, it's interesting when you see like some of these guys that aren't getting run on a title team or like a potential title team, then not get used. And you're like, okay, why should I give up a first round pick for a guy that can't make crack, can't crack the rotation when the Mavs want to win a title? You know, it's like, that doesn't really work for me. So I think, I think the Mavs made the right move in not doing that deal. If they had two seconds, maybe that deal does get done, right? Like we saw today, seconds, seconds can do a lot in, in, in these with just like throwing, throwing around some petty cash, but the Mavs didn't have that. And so then now Matisse Tybal goes to Portland. Uh, they send, Josh Hart to the Knicks. Like, I, I don't know what's going on in Portland. <laughs> it's like they traded out Gary Payton and Josh Hart for Reddish and Thibault. I don't know what, I don't know what they're doing, but, um, but yeah, that's the move they didn't do. The other piece of this is Tim Hardaway jr. Tim Hardaway jr. We thought was going to get traded for shirt. Sure, seemed like he was getting to the end of his, his time with the Mavericks. And uh, we didn't hear anything about any kind of deal with him. The, the Karis Levert one, was the last one we heard about Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. for Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert didn't even get traded, so maybe the Cavs just decided, hey, we don't want that. We don't, we think that we'd rather well, have Karis LeVert or just the contract because Tim Hardaway Jr. is being paid, paid two more years than Karis LeVert is. Tim's also not had a really good stretch at all for sure over the past you know bit. So uh, you know if if a team like Cleveland or somebody was looking around sniffing around the Tim Hardaway market. And was like, all right, we could bring in this shooter and you know score and all this stuff. Well, if they look at it and say, man, is this like kind of like who he is right now? Then you might not sign up for the rest of his contract stuff. So that's why I was like, not as much surprised that he wasn't traded. It wouldn't have shocked me. I think it was more likely that he was going to get traded also. But I, I kind of understood it. And for Dallas's sake, like he is a vet in in the locker room that you know players respect and stuff. So. You know, and, and we all know when, when Tim Hardaway gets hot from three, like he, they're, they're he's a guy. Yeah. Well, like he's a guy that you look at and say, all right, like he could win you a playoff game by hitting seven threes in a game and, you know, Kyrie's in foul trouble or whatever it is. And he's hit six, seven threes, something like that. So it's not the worst thing in the world. I, yeah. Anyway, it'll be a good piece off the bench. I do have hesitations though. If he stays in the starting lineup, hundred defensive, percent defensively. Tim, Kyrie, Luca. I, that's why I think Josh should be in there. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Bring him off the bench. He plays with that second unit. It's it's Kyrie and Tim, and they're trying to make some stuff happen. And like, I think that's great. I think that I think that could work out. But playing Tim like this 40 minute role where he's starting, I just don't think that that's going to work out for this team. Um, you got to play somebody that can defend really well at that point. So, but with Tim Hardaway Jr., this is where, this is where we are. Coming up, let's get into some buyout guys. We got a lot of names on this list, so I want to I want some time to be able to go through some of these names. Uh Patrick Beverly is a name we'll debate for a little bit. Um Reggie Jackson is a name we'll talk about here. We'll talk about all those coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is the number one sportsbook in America, and now they're partnered with Locked On. We we appreciate our new sponsor, and they have so many great features that you can bet. You can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Go check it out at FanDuel. I tweeted out the um, I tweeted out the the title odds in the NBA after the after everything happened. Everything went down today. Uh, Celtics plus 270. Bucks plus 390, Suns plus 480. So the Suns are not even the favorite. They're, they're 
They're oh. a decent way back, which I found pretty interesting. Nuggets then plus 750. Clippers plus 1,200. Sixers plus 1,300. Warriors plus 1,500. And then the Mavericks plus 1,800 tied to the Grizzlies. So, And then there's a big gap between that, that, that tier and the Cavaliers. So check it out on FanDuel. If you're interested in that, you want to bet on the Super Bowl or something like that, go check it out with your first sweat. No, first bet, no sweat. FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about some buyout guys. We've got a bunch of dudes, guys, dudes, bros, got a bunch of people that are here. Here are the ones that have actually been bought out that we know of. Um, so <laughs> Isaac sent, just sent me a text that was meant for his wife, which I think we do probably like once a week. <laughs> Thank you. We do. <laughs> Acc- yep. Accidentally said like, hey, the pizza's here, you know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. First one I want to talk about is Patrick Beverly because of all the names that have, have, that have been buyout guys, he's like the only one that has defended, can defend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's defending a lot now, but he's the only one that is a defensive, that that's what he's known for, I guess. What's your thoughts on Patrick Beverly as a buyout candidate? Yeah, so the Lakers, you know, stole, you know, Mo Bamba from, from Orlando. Ugh. And it looks like Orlando's going to, you know, they're buying up Pat Beverly. I've seen conflicting reports about him going back to Minnesota, but then Minnesota doesn't have a roster spot. Or well, I interested? saw a report that they weren't interested in him. Yeah, so it's like weird with that. Um, I think there's a spot for him in Dallas. You know that we've heard this before, but Bill Duffy agent, you know, as, as his agent shares the same agent as Luca. Um, you know, for a backup third guard, then. Honestly, I'm not opposed to it. as much of a joke he is. I'm not opposed. <laughs> the full circle Twitter stuff though is absolutely hilarious. Uh, the I, I would immediately just share the Matt Barnes Kobe Bryant meme where where Matt Barnes throws the ball in his face and Kobe just doesn't flinch. Like that that's what I feel like it would be. It was when Matt Barnes joined the Lakers at that point. But so Patrick Beverly also has this weird thing where he he's made the playoffs every single year of his career and if he stays in Orlando he won't. <laughs> well, he's not staying there. Which is funny, but to me, Patrick Beverly is the only buyout guy that I'm like interested. I'm like, that I'm like really sold on. Whoa, yeah, he, only. He, I, you look at the rest of these names and like some. Let, of, let's do the list again. The, the list. There's a bunch of lists that, that's question marks, but I'm just not. I I don't think the question. I don't think the question marks are all going to get bought out either. Here are the ones we know for sure: Patrick Beverly, Will Barton from the Wizards, Reggie Jackson, we know from from the Clippers, Serge Ibaka, Dwayne Dedman, that Miami. Spurs trade and then he got bought out and then the Miami did nothing with that. Well, that was weird. They just sent him away. Gogo Batazzi just got waived by the Pacers. Russell Westbrook, John Wall, Greg Brown the third from Portland, uh, and then there's a couple of names that are like question marks. They're like maybe this guy will get bought out. We're not sure. There's kind of like rumors, but not reports yet. Terrence Ross from Orlando, Danny Green who's now in Houston who got was in the. Um, You're telling me you wouldn't be inter- interested in Terrence Ross. I'd be interested in Terrence Ross. He's not. He's not is for sure. But he's not for sure bought out yet. Okay. Okay. Danny Green. I would be interested in him too, but he's not for sure bought out yet either from Houston. We'll love Danny Green on this team. Yeah. Goran Dragic from the Bulls. That one's like there's not even rumors about him, but it just makes. We're not ready to have the Dragic conversation. <laughs> Dario Sarge. He's on the Thunder now. Um, Kevin Love on the Cavs. That was like a, a rumor of a rumor a couple days ago. Nerlens Noel was didn't has just been told to not play for the Pistons and didn't get traded, so he could be a buyout. And then Derrick Rose he's owed a bunch of money next year, and it's a team option. Uh, and then the Pelicans got Josh Richardson in a deal, and he's a unrestricted free agent in the summer. So any of those names stand out to you? They're not all confirmed as buyout guys, but they're all candidates. I think. 
these are yeah, a lot of these guys we're looking at, like Derek Rose, we're just kind of throwing out. Like obviously I would be interested in Derek Rose, you know, coming to Dallas as a third guard, as a bio guy. I think we're gonna see the carousel uh, you know, point guards here. When you look at, you know, Reggie Jackson, John Wall, Westbrook, um Rose. There's another Rose, but there's another point guard in there that Dragic. I thought, you know, Dragic could be in there, yeah. Um you know, let's see. Who, uh, it feels like the LA teams, Phoenix, Miami, feels like they're going to be the hot names, right? I mean, we're going to see. You know, I think I think the Lakers could use another you know point card on their their team, possibly. Um, you know, Phoenix needs to fill out the rest of the roster. You know, with KD stuff, <laughs> Miami didn't do anything that kind of surprised me. I mean, Miami sent Kyle Lowry home, didn't they? Now they're just like texting him and saying, "Hey, do you want to?" Yeah, I don't know what's happening with Kyle Lowry. I thought they were going to make a move for him. Do they buy Kyle Lowry out? Um, He's got and, a, a full a full guaranteed year next year. Uh, but you know, I think they what? could. Pat Beverly, that was the other guy we talked a lot. About. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, like Pat. those four guards. So like, let's say Russ goes to Clippers. Let's say Reggie Jackson goes to like Phoenix the Suns. Yeah, yeah, and let's say you know John Wall goes to Miami. Pat Beverly goes to Dallas. You know, you could see stuff like that. Um, if you could if you could get one one name guaranteed from this list, who would you want? Derek Rose, really over over all the other ones. Danny Green, Terrence Ross, Dragic. Oh, I forgot. Danny Green. It's it's Danny Green or Derek Rose for me. I'm I'm just not sold that any of these guys are playing in the rotation in a playoffs. Right. So you're like so I, so I, then what no, am, so I, then so then what yeah. am I asking them to do? Right. Is I'm I'm asking them to play some some spot minutes in the regular season. So then what do you, what do you need a, the most? No. I I think there's a a spot. Even there's though a, I would like, there's a I spot, but are they good him. enough? Is the question. I, well, because I don't know if Dallas is going to trust Jaden Hardy to, you know, give you 15, 18 minutes off the bench in the playoffs. But so, he, they're not going to ask anybody else besides Luca and Kyrie to handle the ball either. I don't. I could see in the playoffs them, you know, having at least having a third guard out there at some point to have to be able to play some minutes that can handle the ball. Uh, having another wing in that rotation to where you don't have to play Josh and Reggie 45 minutes a night like they did last year. Like, could, you know, if you get Danny Green in there, could you at least get Danny Green to give you 15, 18 minutes, something like that? I think the Grizzlies um, would say no. The Grizzlies? Yeah, he was just on the Grizzlies this year and he, he played three games. He just came back from injury, though. Like, he, I, we don't know, you know, if he can play and all that. So. So, um, so that's that's the one. I mean, it's Patrick Beverly or Danny Green for me. Those are the two that I'm looking at. Yeah. So you wouldn't be interested in Derrick Rose. I'd be interested be in Derrick Rose for sure. for sure. I'm not. I'm not sure what he's what he's given you. Um, Serge Ibaka stuff. I, I don't. I wouldn't play Derrick Rose in the playoffs, right? And so that's that's the question you're asking. If I'm thinking, all right, who I has? Would. I would off the bench. who has a chance? I think it's it's Beverly, Danny Green. I think John I think Wall, John Wall probably. If you're gonna get a point guard that like has a chance, John Wall probably has the biggest. Westbrook. Then, I mean, Westbrook is the one, but I, he's. I don't want Westbrook in, in Dallas. But the thing with Westbrook is, I don't think Westbrook's signing up to play 15 minutes. No, and right. So, yeah. so that, that's the thing. Like, I think a Derrick Rose, a Pat Beverly. I think some of those guys would sign up for 15, 18 minutes on a contending team. So, I think that. I think Westbrook and Christian Wood would go out behind the AAC. On a Katie trail, and they would like etch their names into a tree together with like an all star next year packed. Like 2024 all stars, we're gonna make it together. And then, like, um, who are some other names that you threw out there? 
Uh, Terrence Ross, Dario Saric. Will Barton. Where's Will Barton go? I feel like Will Barton's going to go to Phoenix and play a prominent role on the bench. We're all going to be pissed. Will Barton's like if you need a, like a random scorer off the bench, and I feel like the Mavs kind of already have that. He's not bringing you any defense. The Nuggets got rid yeah. of him because he can't play defense. So, Also, we're going to talk about the K- KD trade and all this stuff on Sunday night. Yeah. We want to take a big Mavs angle to this podcast. Most of the questions, DMs, tweets, a lot of you guys have sent in. It's been, who's the buyout, guys? <laughs> Why didn't Dallas make a trade? So we're like, hey, let's answer these questions. Let's talk about this topic on today's pod. Obviously, we'll cover the two Sacramento games. And then we'll look at the Western Conference because I think that's the biggest storyline of the whole you know past seventy two hours is the West turned into the wild wild West yeah. while the East kind of just chilled back. And Kevin Love is a name that's on the buyout rumor. Rumors. Why would they buy him out though? Like it was a rumor a couple days ago. So like it like that was the only reason is that maybe they want to do right by him. He wants to go play somewhere else. He's not like he's not playing. His, I don't know, but. He'd be like Lakers destiny. He's like, a, he's been DNP CD recently. I know, but it's like, it feels like he's like really close to that team and they, ha- they're like a win now team. I know. But, it, I mean, it I do, guess it if does, he wants to play, it doesn't really make any sense, but that would be the guy I think that would actually play, that play, play minutes. I don't think he's going to get bought out, but what, what, so with the centers. Okay. Here are the centers that are available. The Mavs have needed a center, all this Serge Ibaka, Dwayne Dedman, Gogo Batazzi, uh, Nerlens Noel. Those are the four names that I've actually heard. Yeah, Nerlens, I'd be interested in. But the question you have to ask is: You already have Javale making five million dollars a year. Is so any of them better than Javale? <laughs> yeah, and if you, so, let's say you go sign Abaka. Okay, well, Dwight's going to start. Abaka's not going to play over him. Christian Wood probably gets some minutes at the five. Maxi's going to get minutes at the five in the crunch time lineups. So then, that's three guys right now. It's already playing minutes at the five. So then you already have Javel on the team. So like, yeah. is it worth it to bring in a Baca? Like I, the Mavs are going to go. I think sp- there's a, I think there's a world that if you sign somebody like Nerlens though, you could entertain Dwight Nerlens minutes and possibly have a better defender. But anyway, Dwight Nerlens minutes together. No, no, no. Like oh. offsetting some of Dwight's minutes with like Nerlens to where, you know, sw- switchable defender, better shot blocker, stuff like that. Possibly. Uh, did you give your one name? Of all the guys on this list, who'd you, uh, oh, you're Derek, Danny Green, Derek Rose is your guy. Oh, Derek, Danny Green. Danny, I think. I mean, Danny Green, Derek Rose, Pat Beverly. Those are the three right now. It never fails. There's always somebody that gets bought out, and it's the whole like wink, wink. They got bought out, and then immediately they're going to this team. <laughs> you know, so like, For sure. would it would it shock me if in two weeks the Bulls haven't won a ton and it's Goran Dragic is pursuing a buyout with the Chicago Bulls with the intentions of signing with the Dallas Mavericks for the rest of the year. Like that'd be great. Wouldn't shock me at all if that you know happened in a few weeks. But there could be some names that we just don't know about right now. Patrick Beverly, Danny Green. Give me Nerlens as my last guy. Yeah, I think there's a clear path to Beverly and Danny Green getting minutes compared to Nerlens, but I would take Nerlens on the team. Unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, some of these better buyout guys, they're going to go, you know, to LA or the Mavs. The Mavs are positioned though, I think, because they do have roles. They have roles available for some of these guys that some of those teams won't, but so do the, like the Suns (laughs) and some of these other teams. Because you look at the rotation, let's say there's a starting five of what we talked about of Kyrie, Luca, Reggie, Josh, and Dwight. Right. Then you have Christian Wood, 
Tim Hardaway, Maxi Kleba off the bench. Outside of those eight, who's your next? Who's your next guy? Is it Jaden Hardy? Is there somebody I'm not remembering here? Bertans. <laughs> um, oh. Am I missing somebody? Like off the top of my head, I don't. People Marquee forget Morris, about Frank. He, <laughs> stop. Oh, I thought you were. Te- I thought you were teeing me up for that one. <laughs> um. You know, JaVale, uh, it'd be nice. Man, it'd be nice if Markeith Morris could like play. If if JaVale or Markeith Morris could play, that would solve so many little things for the Mavs. See, that, that's an underrated thing right there. Could can Dallas that's one of my okay, that's good. What Nick just said right then, that should be a small question. Did y'all hear my daughter scream? Um <laughs> she heard that the should question be a small too. small question for the remainder of the year. Could can Dallas get anything serviceable? Out of JaVel McGee or Markeith Morris. Throw Hardy because, in there too. Throw Hard throw Hardy in there. Well in a different it's way. Kind of the opposite end of yeah. But like you have Tim, Maxi, Christian Wood off the bench. If you can go out and add a Pat Beverly to those three guys or a Danny Green, something like that, like that would that would really help bolster your bench there. Yeah, I'm down. So I- what you're saying is there's a role for these guys to step in. Yes. It's like you're not just going to be like, if you want to go to the Clippers, they're literally like 13 people deep right now. Yeah. You're not going to really have a big role, but if you want to come to Dallas, you could be like the ninth man for them. They just, the Clippers just traded for three guys. They expect to play. <laughs> yeah. And they kept so many people like their rosters wild right now. Yeah. They're, they're having trouble filling. And then there's a bunch of teams that just aren't competing. And so you're like, okay, well, why would I go there? And then there's teams that are competing, but like for the play in, do you want to play Do you want to play on that team? If you're a veteran, like Danny green or Patrick, Beverly? like the Lakers, you know? <laughs> so we'll see. We'll keep, we'll keep monitoring it. Let us know in the comment section below, which buyout guy do you want? And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow night when we uh, watch Luca and Kyrie play together. Yes. Hopefully Luca's questionable. No, we got upgraded to questionable. He's playing. Uh, I'm you heard ca- it I'm right ca- here. I'm there. calling it. I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot. Thanks so much for listening to Light on Maps. Peace out. Boom.